Welcome to the Glam Podcast. My name is Molly Mahoney from The Prepared Performer, and we are going to help you to go live and monetize. If you have a message to share, the chances are you would love that message to turn into a movement. And so today we have, I'm going to say, the most powerful, the most impactful guest that we have ever had here on our show, which we do every single Wednesday over on the Prepared Performer page. We do it on the Be Live page. And today we are actually on the page of our guest, Mr. Les Brown. And so if you are here with us live, give us the word live below. My name is Molly Mahoney. It is so awesome to meet you, to be able to connect with you, to be able to spend this time with you. And our special guest, oh my gosh, Mr. Les Brown. If you've never heard of him, I would like to know what rock you have been living under. So I'm just going to give you a little a little precursor as he makes a little final adjustment. I have to say he's making a little change. I, To be honest, I asked him to do a costume change before joining us because in our Hungry to Speak program, which is an amazing coaching program that he delivers so much from his heart and soul with his awesome son, John Leslie Brown, and his amazing, powerful doctor, Dr. Ona. There's something that he does only for the members of the Hungry to Speak program. And I asked him if he would do it for you today, because today, here's what we're going to do. He is going to be sharing frameworks, insight, advice about how you can really ignite a movement with your voice. And not only will he be sharing those framework systems, all of that, but also I have convinced the amazing Les Brown to show us a little behind the scenes, kind of what he does for the Hungry to Speak family, but he's going to do it for you too. So if you're here watching this live, Araya, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. Araya is an amazing coach who helps people to celebritize their business, which is so fun. If you're watching us live, whether you're here on the Prepared Performer page, if you're over on Les Brown's page, or if you are on the Be Live page, let us know that you're live here with the magic of Be.Live. We are streaming in all these different places, which is so fun. I also have this comment assist tool on right now, which automatically brings the comments up into the screen um, without me even doing it. Look, Sue Gibbs too. It's so cool. All right. Our costume change has happened. <laughs> and with no further ado, you know who he is. You know how impactful he is. He is going to be joining us. Put your hands together. The amazing dapper Mr. Les Brown. Hello, how are you? Hello, I am just wonderful because I'm here with you. And you, I have a, a bone to pick with you because mm -hmm. you make my cheeks hurt. Why? <laughs> because I make you laugh, me and Tyrone. This is, I love, oh, Mr. Brown, I have something to, I have a surprise for you today. Do you want to see it right away? Wait, look, hold on, hold on. I have been waiting to show you that I have my own Tyrone. <laughs> wow. All right. He's in a tuxedo. <laughs> oh, boy, that is gorgeous. Yeah, we got to talk. <laughs> All right. We got we to gotta, we gotta talk. <laughs> yes. And if you want to learn more about Mr. Les Brown, if you want to learn more about this awesome tool that we're using, Be Live, to be able to go live, if you want to learn more about how you can go live and ignite that movement, give us the word hungry below this video. And if all technology is working, we'll send you a little message inside Messenger, which I think will be pretty fun. Um, Mr. Brown. Yes. Before we dive in to the magic of squirrels <laughs> and your awesome squirrel, can you just give us 
a little intro to how you got started in really, as far as I'm concerned, being known as the world's most impactful speaker. I um, I think there may be a few people here who haven't heard the beginning of the magic. And so I would love to know if you can give us a little a little groundwork before we take off with this rocket ship. Well, I, I don't know how people see me, but here's how I see myself. I'm Mrs. Mamie Brown's baby boy. And I'm I, I would say that I am Tyrone's pride and joy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been speaking for 52 years. February 17th, I turned 76. And, and what I do is talk about how to live your dreams as opposed mm. to your fears. And yeah, and, and that has been a passion of mine speaking. I started out as a trainer. But now, at this stage of my life, you learn, you earn, you pass it on. So mm. I've been speaking for 52 years. And now, at this stage of my life, at 76, it's time to train others. And this is why we created Hungry to Speak and to work with icons like you. I help them to learn how to find their story and to identify it and to deliver the story and create an experience with the story. Mm -hmm. And then you teach them how to take it out into the stratosphere and monetize their story. <laughs> Which we love to do. And that monetization piece of it is really how you know that you're making that impact because that's that energetic exchange, right? It's the energetic exchange of someone saying, hey, take my dollars, take my credit cards because you've made such an impact on me. And I know so many people have shared that you, and I, I don't know how this actually uh, lands for you. I Sometimes I wonder how you actually are able to take in all of the gratitude people bestow on you. Because the things that people say about how you've literally, you know, one woman shared recently, her brother was in the service and that he credits you with saving his life because he listened to your message every morning while he was out there protecting our country. And I get goosebumps as I hear these stories. And yes, I say to God be the glory. Yes, man. So for people who are looking to be able to have that type of an effect, um, do you think you could share a little bit of a framework with some of our, our viewers here today so that they could get started with creating their own, really igniting their own movement using their voice? Absolutely, because we need new voices now more than <laughs> ever before. And What's even, that? oops, you know what? <laughs> that you know who that is, don't you? Was As that a, your friend Siri? Collector, let me there know. So yeah, that they're they're sisters. So let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because we need no, more voices now than ever before. Evil prevails when good men and women do nothing. And so, what we need now, and and particularly in this space, not only voices of transformation and hope, but entrepreneurs, if they're going to become successful, they have to tell the story about their business to attract customers. This is what they call the attention economy. So you have to be able to call attention to yourself. And the internet does that because we have gone from brick and mortar to click and order. <laughs> and so that it really makes it a level playing field that everybody, this is this is a place where it, when I wake up in the morning, I'm looking for what can I create today? See, we were mm -hmm. created by the creator to create. 
And so each day I'm looking to create or to learn something because you're never too old to learn and you're never too young to teach. Hmm. So Man. let's talk to someone who, who's interested in speaking and perhaps don't think that they have a story. And let me take a swing at that story. Oh, I love it. Okay, so what we're actually going to do is we did a little contest before we started this and this is a little a little tip that you can use if you're looking to increase your engagement if you're looking to connect deeper with your community we did a little giveaway before this video and all the places that we posted about the fact that this video was happening before we went live we said if you give us the word remind me below the video and you opt in for a reminder we're going to pick one lucky person to be able to join us here during this video with mr brown and have him actually create a little a little story, a little impactful message based on your story. And so our winner is actually Christy Hernandez. She's gonna be joining us in just a bit. And just to give you a little history on Christy, she actually has a dance studio and it's a faith-based dance studio. And it's she's out there helping young people young people of in their 70s, all ages of people to be able to move and connect with you know, connect with the Lord while they're moving, which I think is so awesome. So I think it's gonna be a really cool story that she's gonna bring us in just a bit. And before we get to her, um, why don't we have one of our users in the chat? So if you're here in the chat, we can see you. And I can see that Kamiko uh, Ray, who I love so much, she's sharing nuggets. She says, nugget, biz has gone from brick and mortar to click and order, which is such a quotable one, I love it. And I see Elizabeth, oh my gosh, I heard, that you have a live video kit coming out with um, with a light and a tripod and all kinds of stuff like that. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, we want to we want to provide people with the tools that they can set up in their homes and start earning money and and not just earning money in real time, but how to begin to create non-performance income. So get the tools that they need. They will have everything they need: the lighting, the screen and all of the other complementary tools that will allow them to videotape themselves and to be able to practice and improve their presentation and then to capture it and how to begin to monetize it. So those are some of the things that we do in Hungry to Speak. And I'm excited about it because a lot of people, they just don't know how to get started, where to go and what to do. And then many of our clients like yourself, we partner with because there's some value and things that you bring that's not my superpower, but I have some stuff that's not your superpower. So together we are a powerful force. <laughs> Watch out world, man. I'll never forget when we first met several years ago and I remember telling you for the first time, I don't know if you remember this, but we were sitting on the couch at Cecile's house and you said, you know, I am traveling so much. I'm speaking all over the world. and it was a lot of, of move, like physically, you know, physically a lot. And you said, I wish there was a way that I could actually do this, but do it, do it online. And we talked about live video and look what you've done already. It's actually bananas. I never would have believed that day before yesterday, I turned down a speaking engagement <laughs> where they wanted me to be live and they offered me $70,000. And I said, no, I said, I do it virtually for you, but I'm not going to get on an airplane. No, Tyrone don't want me to get on an airplane. Can you believe that? 
<laughs> I can't even. It's amazing. So I'm just. Yeah, I'm so there are people who work a whole month and don't get seventy thousand dollars. So this area is so promising in the place where we are. Uh, we have to ask ourselves: What are we going to do in and out of the pandemic? What are going? How are we going to recreate ourselves? And what talents, abilities, and skills we have in us that's lying dormant that we haven't even thought about reaching for yet? that can make all the difference in the world and how we can turn this disadvantage to our advantage. So this is an incredible golden age where we are right now. Yeah, and it's so awesome. That reminds me of one of my favorite quotes. And I'd love it if you could do a little, a little quote remix on it like you do in Hunger to Speak. Can we do that? Yes. Okay, so this quote is maybe going to surprise you. It's from Kung Fu Panda 3. Have you heard Kung Fu Panda 3 before? No. <laughs> okay, it's a really good movie. So I think maybe you should pull up one of your grandkids at some point, or you could just watch it on your own. And Kung Fu Panda is a, a cartoon about Poe, who is a panda, and he is the dragon warrior. So he was chosen as this goofy panda. He was chosen to be the top ninja in the world, basically. And in Kung Fu Panda 3, he meets all these other pandas and he's trying to teach them how to be ninjas and they are not getting it. They're like, they just wanna roll around, play, you know, be happy, it's not their superpower. They're like, okay, go on with yourself, Poe. And there's a moment where one of the pandas rolls down a hill, just living his best life, loving things, and he knocks out a bunch of other animals on the bottom of the hill. And in that moment, the camera pans onto Poe's face, because it's a cartoon, right? So the camera pans onto his face and he says, I don't need to teach you to be more like me. I need to teach you to be more like you. And at this moment in the theater, I'm crying. My son is like, mom, what's wrong with you? Because this is really my mission in life. I think it's a big part of what you do too. So the quote is, I don't need to teach you to be more like me. I need to teach you to be more like you. And that's yeah. where you really make a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I want you to think about yourself right now. And I had an occasion where a friend of mine is talking to me and told me about a quote in a cartoon. And sometimes in cartoons, we can have some good quotes. And the quote is, I don't want you, I don't want to teach you how to be like me. I want to teach you how to be like you. I thought about that. And that is that is so real, because when we think about it at the end of the day, you are an unrepeatable miracle. At the end of the day, when God chose you, he had 400 million sperm to choose from. And he chose you. Why? Because you came here with something in you that's unique to you. That's your own footprint, your own fingerprint your own gifts that will make room for you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. There's something about you. And God said, hmm, that one, that will be, her name will be Mary. His name is Junebug. They're going to call him Junebug. His name is really Michael, but they're going to nickname him Junebug. And, and, and the reason that you've been chosen is because you have something special. You have greatness in you. And as you think about that, that, that most people live a life that they've been trained to live, and that's not the life they were meant to become. So I want you to be you. 
because that's where the power is. You, you bring something that, that no one else has that. And, and, and behind your words, there's something about you that resonate with people and your energy and your focus and your efforts to develop that greatness in you that God placed in you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all these things that you want out of life will be added unto you. When shall the kingdom of God come? Kingdom of God cometh not by observation. They shall say, it's neither low there, low here. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. There's something in you that's unique to you. And here's something else. I'm coming for you now. The kingdom is voice activated. Come on. You can't hide from me. I know you're back there. I'm an assassin. I'll kill every mediocre demon in you. I'm coming for the real you. Most people die at age 25 and don't get buried until they're 65. I know you're there. Mm, I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh, the last line. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is just a snip, a snippet of what happens in the Hunger to Speak program. People will share their stories. People will share quotes that they found. They'll yeah, share let's get somebody who will share their story. Let's get yeah, somebody. Let's do it. Okay, let's see if we can actually. Maybe, maybe Christy can come on now. I'm going to message her right now. I'm going to send her the link and see if she can join us now. And this link is going to give her the magic to be able to join us. She can tell a little bit about her story. And I love, I mean, I'm going to really have to say that every week when we meet for these calls, I I sometimes have the, the computer with me in the kitchen because it gets to be like dinner time and my husband will be there and I look at him and I'm like, what is happening <laughs> every single week? And I know how good you are. I know how impactful and great John Leslie is, but I still, every week I'm like, this is so good. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm so glad that we put this together. It is like actually amazing. So if Christy can join us, she'll come on and tell us her story. Um, and she's going to, she's going to join us in just a moment. I hope I just sent that link, Christy, if you can join us on camera. I'm going to send it over here as well. While we're waiting for that, could you talk a little bit about, at one point you were you were explaining that you really do want to create an experience for your community. So what are, the, yeah. what are some of the ways that people can experience your talks? Well, one of the things that I was looking for a way to stand out in the speaking industry, all my friends said, you, you cannot be successful in professional speaking because there's no one on stage that look like you. It's a good old boys network. And there are over 3,000 motivational speakers in the National Speakers Association. So as in business, you have to way, have a way to make yourself stand up. So I started watching and observing them. And I got a coach because you have to have someone who has a trained eye, someone who can take you in a place inside yourself that you can't go by yourself. And I became discouraged. I thought about the things they told me. I said, well, that makes sense. You know, 3,000 speakers. What is it that I've got that I can stand out? I don't have any college education. I, I, I was born in an abandoned building on a floor with a twin brother. I was a foster kid and then adopted. I was labeled educable, mentally retarded. In the fifth grade, put back from the fifth grade to the fourth grade, fail again in the eighth grade. Who would want to hear me? How could I 
compete with people with MBAs and PhDs. And so I convinced myself I couldn't do it. And I was telling my mentor, and, and sometimes you have to have somebody in your life who's believes in you until your belief kicks in. And he said, Brownie, you can do this. I said, come on, Mike, you know my story. Brownie, we're all born the same way, dumb, naked, and speechless. You can do this, Brownie. Are you willing to learn? And that was a very good question because all of us have to look at ourselves now in and out of the pandemic because of the new landscape. Are you really willing to learn? If you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. But if you're willing to learn, no one can stop you. And mm -hmm. I said, yes. And so he said, just notice, these guys are going around giving a memorized script from Think and Grow Rich, giving information. If information could change people, everybody would be skinny, rich, and happy. <laughs> I said, that makes sense. So information only impacts, Molly, the two areas of the brain. Mm. So what I do is teach people how to tell their story. And the reason that I do, when you tell a story that you can create a level of connectedness and bonding with an audience and relatedness, that impacts five areas of the brain, including the chemistry that we experience when we fall in love. Mm. And so I, I lead with, hi, my name is Les Brown. I'm Mrs. Mamie Brown's baby boy. And so I tell a story about my goal and dream of buying my mother, my mother home. How many of you have ever thought about someone that you love, someone that's special to you? You can tell I'm a mama's boy. Someone <laughs> that has impacted your life. I said, that would be my mother. I'm here because of two women. One gave me life. The other one gave me love. God mm. took me out of my biological mother's womb and placed me in the heart of my adopted mother. And I decided at a very young age that I was going to buy my mother a home. Now I'm going to share with you how I did that. So at the top, I talk about three things that's very important when you're going to give a speech. One is the audience is asking, who are you? Mm -hmm. I told them who I am. Number two, what do you have? I'm telling them I wanted to buy my mother home as a kid. I did that. I'm going to share with you how you can do something special for somebody in your life. And three, this is why you should care because I can teach you how to reach your goals on steroids. <laughs> Ooh, yes, you can. All right, this is good. And if you look at this from the context place, I, my, my mentor, Adam Urbanski, always said, you want to look at things from what you can learn from the content, but also the context. And I love how you just pulled us out a little bit. You let us see the way that that story instantly, like you said, it gave me goosebumps, even though I've heard it before, like, you know, it, it allowed me to connect. So I have a little story for you. Can we, can we work on a story that I have? Yes. Will that work? Okay. And then Christy's going to come and join us too. So when the San Bernardino shootings happened, which was obviously an awful situation, it was not the first time that we had had a shooting like that. And I had two young kids at home and I had grown up 
in a really, uh, honestly, like an awesome family life growing up. My dad has a really powerful story about how he launched his business from nothing. And I was loved and did musical theater and had this fun, awesome adventure of a life, traveled on cruise ships, did all kinds of things. And in this moment, I'm standing in my kitchen and I was hit. It's one of the only times that I've been hit from like a download of there's nothing I can do. And I, I felt that I, I, I didn't, I wasn't involved politically. I wasn't, I didn't, you know, I wasn't ready to like, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And in that moment, I realized already before even launching my, my business coaching that we have now at the prepared performer and on our glam program and which stands for go live and monetize. I had been helping people to really stand for joy, to find the things in life that, that really matter to be able to, in the face of adversity, in the face of challenges, to stand for that possibility in the problem. And I think until that point, I felt that it was something that didn't really matter. It was kind of this little silly thing. I had been made fun of it, made fun of for it before. But in that moment, I realized, you know what, this is actually going to be my life's mission. So I trademarked the hashtag stand for joy. We make sure that joy and fun is a part of everything we do. We recognize that it's a, a driving force and why your content converts and why you're able to have these connections. And, um, I would love to condense that into something that I can actually communicate. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? I want you to think about where we are in and out of the pandemic. And the world that we're in now, a lot of divisiveness, spike in violence. Divorce rates have increased by 40%. Suicide rates are up. The number of people who are ordering antidepressants has increased dramatically. I think all of us will agree that this is a different world we're living in now. And so as we, you look at yourself, look at your goals and dreams, I decided, and I want you to write this down, make a decision. Mm. I decided to create a life to stand for joy. I, I'm reminded of Bob Marley, he was wounded in a dispute. He had to do a concert in Jamaica. And the reporter who interviewed him asked, you were Bob Marley. You were in a fight and you were wounded. Someone shot you and you survived it. You, you could have taken off for tonight and nobody would have blamed you. Why didn't you take off? And Bob Marley said, People who do evil in the world don't take a day off. Why should I? Whoa. When I think about that, Bob Marley, his music, he stood for joy. And evil prevails when good men and women do nothing. Benjamin Franklin had a point until those who are unaffected are as outraged as those who are affected change will never take place. So I decided to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. I decided and I looked at the reality that there are perpetrators, they're victims and they're witnesses. And I decided that I was not going to be a witness. I decided that I wasn't gonna be a perpetrator or a victim. I decided in the fourth category, to stand for joy. 
to do what I can to make the world a better place. Herein my Father glorify that ye bear much fruit. To be able to make my impact on the planet, to live a life that will outlive me. This, the least that you do unto these, my brethren, you do it also unto me. I decided to stand up for what I believe in, to make an impact, to leave a legacy. What are you standing for? What does your life represent? What kind of legacy are you building? When you leave here, because none of us have figured out how to get out of here alive, and they do your obituary, what will they be able to say that you stood for? Mm. I hope it's you lining up with me saying, she stood for joy. He stood for joy. He wanted to have that experience as a result of making an impact with his life to experience that joy that passeth all human understanding. Because at the end of the day, Horace Mann said, we should be ashamed to die until we've made some major contribution to humankind. And he made his mark. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And he's standing for joy on the other side watching us. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Tyrone's crying over here. I'm sorry, Tyrone. He is so emotional. I thought, wait, Tyrone. It's right. He's so my glasses get all fogged up. I can't take it. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, in this program, Hungry to Speak, which has been so amazing, it is really. It is, it is one of these build it, <laughs> build the plane as it's flying happening moments. And it's really, we're in this founding member space. So if you're thinking of joining Hungry to Speak, you can give us the word hungry below here. You can just go to hungrytospeak.com. And I have to say, because I've been doing some of the stuff behind the scenes, I haven't fully participated all the way as a member. And I've, I've kind of wanted to give everybody else the chance. I'm real glad that I took the chance to have you, have you with my story. Um, my, my, my friend, uh, he needs a name. I don't know what his name is, but, um, but he's really happy about it too. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, this is what you do though. You help people. I, I think I just want to highlight two things and then Christy's going to come on and we're going to jump into hers, but the way that you listen, how do you actually listen the way that you listen? The best speakers are the best listeners. They listen. They're curious. And they listen to the listening and they study, they read. I believe, and I'm 76, I got up this morning and I was reading this morning because you're never too old to learn and you're never too young to teach. I learned from you. I learned, I asked you during the time we were prepared to come on. Do you know anything about challenges? You said, yes. <laughs> well, guess what? When we finished talking, I want you to help me. I want to learn about that. So we have to, in this place where we are, you have to expand your knowledge or you are expendable. Things are changing. If you go to college by the third year, the curriculum that you are studying, it's obsolete. 
Amen. So we have to run just to stand still. The 4040 plan is gone, where you can expect to go to college, graduate, and get a job for 40 years. That day is gone and retire on 40%, which wasn't enough in the first place. We have 47 million people cringing, waiting on a relief check. It's already spent. Come on. It's a new world. We've been trained to be and to do something that we were not meant to be. And so now, Adam, where are you? That was not a location question because God is all-knowing. Omnipresent, evenly present everywhere at the same time. There is no spot where God is not. Adam, where are you? That was a question to be answered by Adam. He wanted Adam to think. Because at the end of the day, life is a question and how you live your life is the answer. Man, I'm glad I chose to live my life closer to you. <laughs> okay, before Christy comes on, I promise we were gonna do a little behind you the scenes. You know how many times you said that? <laughs> She's not actually here yet. So I had told her to come on at 1040 to be to okay. be honest. So she has five right. minutes before she's actually right. no problem. I'm, I'm fine. This is your <laughs> show and I'm here to serve you. Okay. So I think our community and your community, I think actually would also benefit from this. We're here doing the show with the magic of BeLive. We're on my Facebook page, The Prepared Performer, your Facebook page, Les Brown. We're on my YouTube. We're also on the B.Live page, which is how we're making this magic happen today. And um, I like to show things a little behind the scenes. So before we started today, I asked you what kind of pants you were wearing. <laughs> yes. Because I wore some special pants for today's show. So let me let me just tell y'all what happens. Sometimes during Hungry to Speak, Mr. Brown will need to go up and get something, you know, grab some water, something like that, and he'll stand up. And do you want to just show us your pants? Because this is possibly my favorite part of the program. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm gonna make you mouth sad. <laughs> and I can dance, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got my banana pants on today, which oh, I thought we could right. do a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. That is all about the standing for joy. And then also the other thing that happens, which maybe you've picked up on if you've been here with us, but you have a friend named Tyrone. And as much as John Leslie is like, dad, can you please keep Tyrone out of the picture? Um, can you tell us a little bit about Tyrone? And then I'll introduce you to my squirrel as well. <laughs> yeah. During the pandemic, I was sitting and I, I said, and I meditate. I've, I've been in mm -hmm. transcendental meditation for years. Yeah. And I start, started watching squirrels jumping around in the tree. And then I just watched one and it seemed like he came every day. And I said, I'm going to name him Tyrone. <laughs> now, because I don't go anywhere, but they tell you about this virus, it's airborne and, and people are leaving here over 500,000 people. And if you have underlying issues, stay in the house. Well, I've been dealing with four stage cancer for 29 years. I'm under the treatment of, of <clears throat> centers of America as I speak to you now and high blood pressure, type two diabetes, and I'm, I'm losing weight. I, I'm working on my five pack because I got one <laughs> pack right now. 
and the other five are coming soon. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> so I say coming out the house till 2027 because seven <laughs> is my lucky number. <laughs> And so that's what I met Tyrone. He come every morning. He looked. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, just one second. Christy, we got. Can you mute your the video on your side? Hold on. I'm gonna stop her for a second. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna message Christy again. Let her know she's got to come out without without playing the video. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So Tyrone said, "If you teach me how to speak English better than I'm doing." I'll teach you how to speak squirrely. I said, really? He said, yes, so I'm bilingual now. So we became buddies. He'd been listening to my broadcast. He became motivated, but he's picking up words here and there. And so I said, we will have a little appointment every day. And then I asked him, I said, do you mind if I introduce you to the people in my community? And he said, are you speaking about hungry to speak? And I said, yes. Okay, but I know that content. I said, how? I listen to you all the time. <laughs> I say, okay, all right. <laughs> this drives my children crazy. They they listen outside. Are you in there talking to Tyro? And and Tyro would say, leave him alone. And they come in. There's nobody in here, Dad. Don't tell anybody that you're talking to squirrels. Do you hear us? Listen to us. They're going to come lock you up. They're going to lock you away. There's something wrong. You've been touched in the head. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Tyrone visits us all the time during week. I can't drive anywhere. So I talk to Tyrone every day. And... I do have to say that this has been a really great strategy for bringing the community together because people are now, like everyone talks about Tyrone all the time. If you love Tyrone, if you're a member of the Hungry to Speak family and you love Tyrone, let us know below. He's a very insightful squirrel. And when I got married, we decided that my husband was a squirrel and I was an octopus. <laughs> so I've had this squirrel since I got married 10 years ago. And when you started talking about this squirrel, I was like, what? I have a giant squirrel necklace that I gave my husband for Christmas one year that so that I could wear it and he could look at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you for the little moment. All right. We've got our special guest here. Uh, Christy is here. We are going to bring her on, share her story with the community, share her story with you. I just can't wait. I know she's at, I think she's maybe at the studio right now because it was kind of last minute. This is so awesome. Christy, hi. Hey, everybody. Oh my gosh. Of course, the moment that I could meet Les Brown, everything goes haywire, right? <laughs> I'm actually outside. I don't even know where my camera is. Oh my gosh. I'm at Starbucks, you guys, because I couldn't get any Wi-Fi anywhere else. Oh. <laughs> it's so uh, good. I love it. <laughs> This that is, is called showing up and making it work. <laughs> this is it, the parfait showing up. Woo! Yes, well, you're here now. So That's I want right. to hear your story. Yes. Hey, so Christy, this, the way that this will work is you'll share your story, kind of how, you know, if it's about how you built your business, what brought you to here. And then Mr. Brown is going to do a little talk of your story 
and you're going to hear so I mean every time it happens I get goosebumps it's like the most magical thing ever so I shared a little bit about what it is that you do I love having you as a member of our camera confidence program and how you're proving that you can make it work uh, on a moment's notice and so if you can share a little bit about your story we'd love it yeah, yeah. Well, my name is Christy Hernandez. I'm the executive director of Dance for Joy Ministries, and we're located here in Southern California. Our mission is to train up the next generation to proclaim the gospel in dance. And our vision is that we are transforming the lives of dancers and all who see them by proclaiming the gospel in dance from one generation to the next. Yes. So just like Les was saying, you know, we get older and we got to like pass it down, man. We got to pass it down. So uh, that is what we are doing at Dance for Joy Ministries. How did we get started? Well, um, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the rest will be added unto you. That was it right there, right? Because we can't see ahead of time where God wants to take us. Only he has the vision. And so I was sitting in a Bible study when my daughter was three years old and I started to see visions of dancing for God's glory. And I was like, whoa, what is that? And he said, you're gonna start a dance ministry. And I said, I don't know what that is. And he said, that's okay, cause I do. So I just started to ask around and I said, does anybody know anything about dance ministry? And I got somebody to help me out and started with four classes in my house 15 years ago. And now we have two beautiful locations where we train up to 200 dancers a week to proclaim the gospel. And uh, you know, it's, it's an amazing journey and we're so blessed. And I love to be part of the Camera Confidence Program because it's teaching me how to go live and just be, yes, just be me, because that's what God made me to be, right? And then encourage others to come and dance for him, because everybody's gifts are perfect. You know, uh, Einstein said, everyone's a genius, but if you expect a fish to climb a tree, he's going to keep thinking he's stupid. And I think of this every single day, because I believe that every single person has a beautiful dance in their heart, and it's to be proclaimed so that they can live with joy. My story, I'm sticking to it. Wow, Christy, I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to think about your life and what you want to do with your life. I decided I developed a hunger for God to express him in all the dimensions of my life. And I decided to dance for joy. I want you to write this down, K, kindred spirits. I think that once you decide what it is you want to do with your life, it's very important that you find something that resonates with you, something that's your calling. If their job is something you get paid for, a calling is what you're made for. I have people in my life and we love to dance. And we dance for the gospel and we don't charge. And sometimes we do. It's according to the venue because we want to serve him. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19 said, a feast is made for laughter and wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. So I want you to know we ain't turning down no money, but we will dance. <laughs> We'll dance for you. We might even have an extra beat that we put in there. Can you feel a sister up in here, up in here? And we dance for joy. We know about the pandemic. We know over a half a million people have died. 
We know that people are going through a tough time. Many people have all types of anxiety, be anxious for nothing, and feeling hopeless and, 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 and feeling like they can't make it. But we are operating from the thinking and all things give thanks. We're, we're dancing for joy that we are still here, that we woke up this morning in our right mind, that every day is the best day of our lives. If you don't believe it, try missing one. If you woke up, get up and dance for joy. Dance for him and say, thank you, Father. I'm glad I'm here. Thank you that you saw fit to open my eyes this morning, to have me in my right mind, that I can move my body and I'm moving it for you. Yes, dancing for joy shows gratitude, shows the opportunity for us to serve others and disconnect them from this world and take them into imaginative leap into their imagination to experience joy that passeth all human understanding. You have something special. You have greatness in you. Dance for joy because you're still here. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Mm. Christy, how is that? Oh my gosh, are we frozen? I, I froze for a sec. Christy, how was that? Amazing internet, right? Oh, it's so good. So many nuggets. What what nugget did you pull out of that, Christy? Well, dancing for joy, right? Yeah. Everybody's yeah, dancing for joy, and we K, start with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm. K is for kindred spirits. You want to be in a community of kindred spirits. You yeah. spell your name with a K or a C. A C. I see. You want to be in a community of kindred spirits, people who are going in the direction of where you're going, yeah. people who believe as you believe, yeah. people who have your values, because we learn through review, repetition, and reinforcement. We learn through the conversations we hear, the behaviors that we observe, and the people that are around us. Mm. Be around people who understand the blessings that God has bestowed upon us that we haven't earned and we're going to dance for him and let the world know about him. Man, I, I, I loved also, and this is so good for everyone, the way that you subtly pre persuaded that, that monetization piece. You know, I always love to talk about how we're gonna actually, you know, like, um, really make an impact with actual sales and transactions and the way that you addressed that in a way that was so life-giving and loving and explaining exactly why sometimes you're right we are going to charge for this stuff which I think for a lot of artists a lot of people who are coming from a real place of giving and heart-centeredness which is so true for many of us here to be able to see how actually charging for something can be a gift as well if drug dealers can get rich by what they do, spreading death in our communities. We should be able to create wealth by spreading the gospel with our gifts in our community. If we reward bad behavior, we should be so good that people can't ignore us when we're dancing for the Lord. That They say, you know what? I got to give you something for this. <laughs> So much value for my life. Hmm. 
I love it so much. Oh my gosh, Christy, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad that you were the one who won this. It was so cool. And I completely forgot that it was Dance for Joy, which I didn't even intend, like plan. I, I can't believe I forgot that with how closely aligned you know, things are. It's just, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for the, the joy that you're spreading through the world and you as a member of the camp fam and you joining us here with Mr. Les Brown today. Uh, where can people learn more about you and the work that you're doing? Yeah, well, our website is danceforjoy.info. That's D-A-N-C-E, the number four J-O-Y dot info. Or you can go to our Facebook page, just look up Dance for Joy Ministries. It's always the number four. Dance yeah. the number four Joy Ministries. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, we're there. Watch the dancing. Come and join us. We have a free, beautiful concert on June 6th at 3 o'clock. If you live in Southern California, we hope you'll be there. Outside, safe for everybody. Oh, All so the dancers good. dancing. Come. Join us. So good. So good. And if you give us the word hungry below, you'll also get all of those links in the show notes, which will be ready soon. So we'll make sure you get you all of Christy's information. Also, Christy, I'm going to pop you down. It was so good to have you here with us. I love how you made it work too on the fly. So last minute. Bye guys. Kindred so awesome. spirits. Amen. Bye. I love it. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> ah, oh my gosh. All right. As we are coming to the, to the end of our hour together, there, a couple of weeks ago, you shared um, this acronym for the word hungry that had all this juicy stuff in it. I actually took some notes, but I, if you don't remember it for some reason, <laughs> but the, is that is that acronym that you did for hungry? Like, do you make these acronyms just up on the fly or are these things that you come back to? I make them up and then we also, we expand on them. Yeah. H stands for hard centered. We should live a heart-centered life. Where your heart is, there your treasure is also. The U stands for unshakable faith. Mm. Faith not tested can't be trusted. The N stands for now urgency. That live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. And the G stands for goal-centered or grow. Because if you're not growing, in life, you're either saying hello or you're saying goodbye. R stands for reinvent yourself and raise the bar on yourself. Paul said, I must die daily. That in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve in your life, you want to say and get to that next level, yes, Lord. Yes. Who will go for us? I will go, yes, Lord. You want goals outside of your comfort zone. That's intimidating because in order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been. I'm not a spiritual person. No, I'm a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. Religious <laughs> people are afraid to go into hell. Spiritual people have been there. And hell to spiritual people is that when you die, is what you experience when you meet the person you were supposed to become, when you see the work that you were supposed to do. Mm. Mm, that's all right. All right. I've got to say, I take, I, when I am on these calls with you and hungry to speak, I take notes like a crazy person, or I don't even know, trying to like catch, catch the wisdom because there's so much and it just keeps coming. And I easily actually could access my notes from the last time you did a, the last time I heard you do a hungry acronym. Can I share what you said the last time? Because it's totally different. Yeah. It's just as good, which is like, 
I, I think this this is such a great lesson for those who are afraid. You know, when this is what we help people with with live video. If you have a little bit of a framework or even some um, anchors, you're so great at helping us to find these anchors. Write this down. If you give yourself an anchor when you're speaking, like an acronym, it's something that for me helps me to be able to remember what's coming next. I often yeah. when I teach, I have four C's that I use. So it's like the same letter. If you give yourself those anchors, I find that I'm more confident because I don't need notes. I, it gives me a little, a little stepping point. Would you say that? Absolutely. And I'm more confident and you can expand on them. You can improvise. You can take it to another level. Given what's happening in your life, you begin to see things with new eyes. Yeah. It's really like jazz music because you have the foundation, you have the, the, the format, you have the two, five, one or whatever it is, and then you can riff on it between those anchors. So the last time that I heard you do a hungry acronym, it was this, it was hold the audience as your hero. The H is for holding the audience as your hero. And the next is the U is, for, and then you went off for like, you know, all of the juiciness in that, which is why you want to actually join Hungry to Speak at HungryToSpeak.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> the next is understand what it is that your audience wants. Can you just talk about those first two, holding the audience as the hero? Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, Hungry, in that context, yeah. <laughs> when you use an acronym, you have the flexibility to custom design it for each audience. Yeah. Okay. So you make the audience your hero many people speak and they tell their story and it's all about them mm. they don't create an opening for the audience to step into your story and look out and make an imaginative leap into their imagination and look at their story where they'll come to say if if molly went through that she overcame that and I can do this. That's the value of, of, of making the story focused on the audience so they can become the hero in your presentation so that you're able to create relatedness. Who are you? What do you have? Why should I care? Connectedness and a bonding that inspires them because they are now thinking about, hey, Molly changed my life. She inspired me. She could have quit, but she did not. So the U stands for take the time to know your audience. Most speakers operate out of the philosophy of the Dale Carnegie course, which is a great course. And they teach, tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. <laughs> when I train you, as you know, in hungry to speak, never let what you want to say get in the way of the audience and what they want to hear. And all that getting, get understanding. Uh, which is a real great N in hungry. Never let the audience, <laughs> you know, never let what you want to say get in the way of what they want to hear. And that brings us to the G, which is generate energy. And I think you Ooh. do this so well. Energy is so important because people respond to energy more than they do content. Mm. And so when you infuse it with your conviction, with your passion, with your energy, with your heart, that people 
come in because you're able to ignite an experience. Oliver Wendell Holmes said that once a man or woman's mind has been expanded with an idea, concept, or experience driven by energy, they can never be satisfied to going back to where they were. Ah, it's so good. And I used to actually apologize for my energy. People would say, I, you know, I, you know, I love your energy. And I'd be like, oh, thank you. Like, how, what do I do with that? Until I realized the more that I can hone my energy, the more that I can use it for good, the more that I can focus it, that's when I really can make a difference. And it becomes a magnet for other people who are a match for that. Your energy may not be a match for everyone, but it will be a match for those people that are really magnetized to that, to your unique energy, right? Without question, that's why the Jewish carpenter said, he who has ear, let him hear. By sheep shall hear my voice. You're different. Yeah. You march to the beat of a different drummer. If Henry David Thoreau said, if a man does not march to the beat of the, music that you you hear let him dance to the music that's in his mind mm -hmm. i have a measure of four apart and so you are different you are unique that's what i admire about you you believe do not go where the path may lead go where there's no path and leave a trail i was looking in the mirror one morning and said maybe i should spray my hair blue like molly <laughs> <laughs> Just a little, just a little streak. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Yes, Tyrone would love that. We call it the blue flame. One of my awesome team members, Tim, has a blue streak also. We're, we're the blue flame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that brings us to one thing that I, I need to get better at that you are obviously so good at because you pull a quote. I mean, you can quote like nobody I know. The next is read more than you speak. Do you have time that you schedule aside for reading? Yes, when I first get up in the morning, I How read much for time? an hour and a half. I, I, I get up around 3.30. They said that the angels wake you up. I've given the angels permission to wake me up at 7. They haven't taken advantage of it yet. So I read 3.30 in the morning. I'm reading with quiet. And then I meditate. And then I journal. Mm. And, I'm, and then I pour into me. And, 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 and the reason I do that, and I listen to inspirational things. As I say in class, whatever you listen to, you turn into. And there's a person who called me and said, I listened to you speaking in the Georgia Dome over 25 times and it changed my life. As I say to people, listen until you are producing the results. Mm. And Yana Von Sant said, give to yourself until your cup runneth over and then give to others from the overflow. And so I use that time in the morning. I'm reading for me and, and I'm journaling. And I look at my life and I said, Lord, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm -hmm. All things work together for good for those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. Lord, whatever I face today, together you and I can handle it. I just found my birth family last week, Lord. I just laid eyes on my birth mother and father. Lord, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm. And I'm still reeling from that discovery. Uh, <laughs> it was so awesome the way that you shared that journey with the community as well. 
you know, I I know what a huge discovery that was for you. And it it was so powerful the way that you shared with all of us. So I thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you too. And that brings us to the last, the why, as we're coming to the end, which is your message, your moment, your voice. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because your message is unique to you and your moment is one that you're creating. Mm -hmm. It's not the number of breaths that we take, but it's the number of moments that takes our breath away. Yeah. And, and when you look at it, it is not only those moments, but who we become in the process that we're here for a reason. And I now see Molly, everything that I have experienced has brought me to this place. Mm. And Molly, let me tell you this, and I don't mean any, I'm not casting any aspersions on Gainesville, Georgia, but I'm glad my birth mother put me up for adoption. <laughs> I had a nephew call me today, Uncle Les, I just want you to know, I'm so proud you are my uncle. I said, thank you very much. <laughs> He's all like Forrest Gump. I said, oh boy, <laughs> you know. My birth mother knew what she was doing when she came up to Mamie Brown. Do you hear me? Up in here, up in here. <laughs> Listen to this. I know that I've been put into you so I can say this. <laughs> I want to have any of you seen my videos? They said no, sir. Yeah. I said, well, I'm going to send you some. What's your email? Yeah. I said, what's your email? <laughs> Nobody had an email. Oh so God. I took my phone out and I tried to get a signal. I couldn't even get a signal. I looked at my assistant. I said, we're in Gainesville. Get me out of here before it gets dark. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, my goodness. And I have a friend. I'm a, no, my daughter. She said, Dad, your mother gave you a gift when mm -hmm. she gave you Amy Brown. I said, baby, even Stevie Wonder could see that. <laughs> oh, my God. And so it's just so great to work with them. And my grandmother, my birth mother, was a motivational speaker, yeah. Dr. Bell. And my grandmother, Beulah Rucker, she was a motivational speaker. And they have a museum honoring her, two churches named after her, and an annex on a, a school named after her. But and this so beautiful statue, like I can't, it's so crazy. It's amazing. I cried like a baby when I saw all of this. And I said, now I know where I got my voice from. I know what's been driving me. I'm so thankful. We are equally as thankful, equally as grateful for the way that you give so freely on these live videos that you do in, in clubhouse rooms. And especially, I just... I've told John Leslie, and I, I haven't had the chance to tell you as uh, really, truly from my heart, how much I appreciate what you're giving to the Hunger to Speak community. 
I think it is bananas what we're charging for the Hungry to Speak community right now. And I know that this is a founding member thing. So if you're looking to be inspired, if you're looking to have a chance to, to less look at your story and really pull out those moments for you and, and let you behind the scenes and show you the work that he does that has gotten you know him to this place. It's not like you just showed up and started talking. There's some some effort and some some real real juicy work behind the scenes that you've done, and I'm so grateful. I know the rest of the Hungry to Speak family is so grateful, and I'm hoping that some of you here today will decide to join us as a founding member before we we get our smarts on us and the price goes up on this thing because it's it's pretty bananas. So. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I want to thank you. I really am so appreciative of you mm. and how generous you are, how caring you are. And I enjoy learning from you. You make it so much fun. <laughs> and you're the only one in the group that when I do quirky things, <laughs> that you don't make me feel quirky and crazy. <laughs> because you identify with me. <laughs> Because I'm just as crazy as I When I'm in a class and I've taken somebody's story to a place to create humor, to break the tension, I know you crack up like, he needs some help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, behave, hello, whatever. So when I do things like that, I, I, I look to see what you're doing and I see you crack it up. <laughs> It fogs up my glasses. I laugh so hard. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, it makes me so happy. Yes. I'm, I'm so grateful that we met all those years ago. I'm so grateful for our, do you remember our very first live videos together? I, I found yeah. out later that the quality of the video was so bad and I couldn't figure out how to fix the lighting on those videos. And I found <laughs> out later that the, the gain was off on my virtual camera that I had. So it, it, with all, do you remember how much lighting equipment I would bring into Cecile's house? Yes. <laughs> I was like trying to fix it and it was a little weird thing on my computer. So I don't care. We got some old sloppy videos. We got this, this one that's a you know, it's it's the real, it's the real juicy, the meat of the conversation that matters. So if you got one more minute, I would love to know from our community what your best nuggets were because and it's, we've got some really good nuggets here. Sue says, I was adopted and so is my daughter. It's so special. And I know Sue has a really powerful message as well. Ah, and Mimi. Mimi needs some prayers from all of us. She also runs a musical theater studio and she's been going through some health stuff. So Mimi. I love you so much. I'm so glad that you're here. She's going to come back. We love you. And watch the replay too. I think Gail said that she just joined us, which is so cool, which is awesome. Carmela is here. She's a spitfire from New Jersey. Uh, just so much. Ooh, and I want to make sure when we're done, Araya McGarry is here and she's a member of our Glam Go Live and Monetize coaching program. I don't know if you remember, but you met her on Clubhouse and she actually only has one vocal cord. And she was told she would never speak again. And I know that, that her story is so impactful. And there was someone that um, you knew who was a, an author who could help write her story. And I'm going to find out when we get off camera. I'm going to find yeah. out who that person is. She, I know that's the person. She has an Emmy that she won for this amazing uh, animal show that she did um, for PBS, I believe. And she's out there sharing her voice with one vocal cord. And it is wow. so amazing. Like, so powerful. I love you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I know Brenda joined a couple months ago. Oh my gosh. Brenda is a member of the Hungry to Speak family. Brenda, we want to see you on that camera. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Brenda. So good. All right, as we wrap this puppy up, 
Uh, you got any final last last words for us? I'm so grateful for you. You want to take us home? <laughs> Maya Angelou said it, and you're very familiar with the quote, there's nothing as painful as an untold story buried in your soul. As someone who needs that story, that story happened to you, but it's not for you. It's for the people who are still stuck in that story, struggling, and they need to hear your voice. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye for now. Don't let that story be stuck. <laughs> yeah. Get it out there. Huh? Thank you so much. We're going to wrap this up. My name is Molly Mahoney. It is my absolute honor to be here with you, with the amazing Mr. Les Brown. Oh, Tyrone. And we'll just call him John. Bye. We'll name him after my husband. Bye, Molly. Molly, I want you to know Molly, Molly, Bopali, Boping, Ming, Manali. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh my gosh you know sometimes you tell people that i'm your live video mentor and sometimes yeah. i don't know if i want you to say that when you get that crazy i'm just kidding <laughs> oh, i'm grateful for it every time <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Big I huge. appreciate you so much. So much. Big huge thanks to our sponsor. I'm just going to plop them up on the screen here too. We got BeLive making this magic happen. So thank you so much. If you're not using BeLive, why not? It's such an easy way to be able to create powerful messages with your voice so that you can ignite a movement. That's mm. my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs>